Everybody comfortable? Yeah. Get your ass up when I'm talking. Hey, take it easy. It's showtime. It's showtime. Yeah. Feel the magic and soul of the YBs. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Take two. Welcome back to That Davis Show. I am your host, Kenneth Davis. Follow me at That's Davis, executive producer of That Davis Show. And flipping friends, of course, is Ryan Bukovetsky. Follow him at Ryan B. Ski and Ryan B. Ski 1 on Instagram, even though he uses none of it. We would really like him to actually use this. It's the so ghost of Ryan on social media. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready for here. the holidays. I was Christmas here. Carol. <laughs> need to make a post. Why? <laughs> Just waiting and waiting and waiting. I mean, like, it's funny. I'll go back and I'll still see occasionally on my Twitter that first show you had at IMS. I forgot it was RB something. Yeah, ZRL. ZRL. Yeah, would you please discontinue that account? <laughs> well, one of y'all just please go and just kill that account. It's just sad. <laughs> it's just like funny how things just live out in the ether. It's just like, I'm still here. It's like, no one's using Ooh. you. Like, what What in the world? I was looking at a comedian's um, page, right? And you know, people have other pages or whatever. And he hadn't used this page since 2015. And it's funny to see the people that still follow it. And it's like, what are you waiting on? Like, again, you, maybe you didn't run across it, but it's just funny to be like, damn, it's been seven years, six years, and no one has hit this. But what were you about to say, Ryan? I feel like, have you seen the movie Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds? No. You, do you know one. anything about it? Um, I get that he's either in a, he's either in a game or alternate. Yeah, he's I mean, in a yeah. video game as an NPC, a non-playable character. So like, anytime you play like Grand Theft Auto and it's just yeah. like a regular person, that's who Ryan Reynolds is, and he like okay, breaks okay. out of the system. Basically, I feel like that's a movie right there. Like, what lives out in internet land out in the ethos? Like, right? When just we're imagine not all these it. memes and pictures and old accounts Dude, and like you got you got to hold that one. You got to hold that one back. You may have just came up with something. That's like some type of night at the museum mixed with uh, Wreck It Ralph type. You right. know what I'm saying? Just like just that could that's a that's a, yeah. I think someone's gonna steal your your, your idea out there, bro. <laughs> be honest with you. You know, and it's funny, like not even of course someone can steal it from here, but it's it's funny how sometimes when you think of something, I feel like if you don't use it, you still put it out there. And it's like someone else just grabs onto that or latches onto it, of course. And there's only so many new things under the sun. So there's only so many things to kind of or still we put a timestamp so that if anything comes out that at all is similar to that, it's on YouTube. That's my idea. We need to get me some royalties right now. Need to get you something, man. Need to get something in we your. We need to figure hand. out who the writer is, and I just like take a selfie next to him. Like, okay, <laughs> I was a part of the production. He stole my idea. Give me money. Right. Um. And now look, just off some random stuff before we jump into the show. We, me, and you were talking pre-show, and I was talking about I just got a spam call, and one. This is the fourth or fifth one I received today, and usually, I'll just stop the ring. Wait, I don't Ken, even, were they the, uh, scam likely or just unknown? Or were we on phone numbers? Scam likely because okay. they were from states that I don't have anybody that I know of that lives there, right? It was Maryland. Um, where else was it? Odd. Right. 
it was some other hey maryland's state. here by the way you yeah, gotta get like, your warranty for your car <laughs> that you didn't even buy wait, out wait, here or have wait, anything wait, wait. what what am i doing like i don't have my phone right next to me <laughs> okay okay it's right here listen matter of fact look look so today i, I was it was it was four today and i received two yesterday so it was maryland Ooh. wisconsin connecticut and one from chicago illinois right and also, since I got one from Folsom, California, but they have a number there, but I don't know that damn number, right? Mm. Folsom. I haven't been to Folsom. So um, anyway. I love how I all the it. tricks of the trade, like go as unknown, go as a regular number, call them twice. Right. Maybe they'll answer thinking it's uh, all we need somebody to do important. is get them to say yes. <laughs> Just so answer. I, I, I have um, I have a house phone, even though, of course, it's not a house phone. It's connected to my cable and it runs through the cable wire. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's not the old house phone that we grew up with that you plug into the wall jack or whatever. Right. And I'll occasionally answer the phone just to whoever's calling to let them know that person does not live here. Right. So it, it was some Spanish woman, I believe, had this number prior to us having this number. So I asked the phone. This may have been three months ago. I answered the phone. And someone's like, yeah, hey, someone, some, 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 some. And I forgot what I, I said, but they were like, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I, said, that was, I didn't say anything. I just hung up. I was like, that was clever. Right, like that right there. And it was like a little stack. It's like, can you hear me? And I swear, you know how you can hear to someone is trying to hold in their laughter? Right. I swear I he was trying to hold in his laughter as he was trying because he knew I was on to what was going on, right? Mm-hmm. So it was just funny to see the scam trying so hard, but it's also interesting to know that in this as the world changes and grows, how many different ways it is to try to get your hands on somebody's information slash money, which is just, it's, it's weird, so, but it's go ahead. Along with what you're saying at the uh, old job with the customer service, we would sometimes deal with scammers where you're calling people and they had an automated message set up to like, try to get you the phone agent to give out your information to them. And so they would have it. And I remember listening to the recording of one. It was so funny to me. Like it was this old man, like barely can hear like, hello, (laughs) hello, can I help you? And then all of a sudden crash. It's like, oh, I fell. I fell. And like you can hear the phone agent like, are you okay, sir? Should I I call 91? Are are you okay, sir? Uh, uh, Just give me your phone number and your name and I'll call you back at midnight. (laughs) 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 Wait, so what did the agent do? What did the agent do? The agent called for help right away and we just told her like, okay, that's just a fake call. Like, you're fine. But (laughs) she was so concerned and I love like old man crashes (laughs) pulling the sympathy tugs. Call, I'll call you back at midnight. I don't know where you are. I'm just calling you at midnight. Give me that number and your name. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, Oh man. Oh man. All right. All right. Let's get into some sports discussion. Should we go off top? Yeah, let's go off top, even though we're really we're coming from the bottom of this off top. Uh, today, news broke that Blackhawks president of hockey operations, Stan Bowman, um, is resigned. Slash, he's as was told he had to go. Rocky Wirtz let him know and his son, basically. 
uh, we all have heard about the sexual investigation that was taking place from the neglect that uh, came from stems from the Blackhawks from what was it? Oh, nine. Mm-hmm. When they it won their 20, first time, 2010, when it all happened. 2010, 2010, when they won their first uh, uh, Stanley Cup and where Bowman had only been he had been with the organization for nine years, but he had only been the general manager at that time for one year mm-hmm. when they found out that Eldridge, um, Brad Eldridge, Brad Eldridge, Aldridge, I'm sorry, Aldridge, Brad Aldridge. Sorry. Brad Aldridge. Um, Actually, not sorry. Screw that, dude. Don't care yeah, if we get your name yeah, right. F him, F him for real. Um, according to Rick Sher, a partner at Jenner and Block, 139 interviews were conduct- conducted throughout the four f- the four month course of the investigation, which was made public on Tuesday. The NHL, NHL also announced the Blackhawks have been fined 200 million. I mean, 200 million dollars. I apologize for two million. Pers- two million, two million, two million for inadequate procedures and mishandling of the 2010 matter related to the conduct of former uh, video coach Brad Aldrich. Uh, Gary Bettman uh, came out the NFL NHL commissioner and said that the Blackhawks has taken full responsibility and ownership for what transpired and have already implemented a new preventative measures as well as uh, committed additional changes that may be deemed appropriate as part of the response plan of the action to the investigation. It's no. Oh, so you added a preventative measure because you didn't have one before. <laughs> like or, or the preventative measure was to call nine one one. Yeah. When and you not found go for out. a championship, John McDonough. Right. Yeah. So uh, former Cubs, uh, was he the president of the Cubs? Mm-hmm. What was John McDonough? Mm-hmm. Former Cubs president. We, we all remember as soon as he was let go uh, with, from the Cubs, he uh, Rocky Ward snatched him up quickly. And it benefited the Blackhawks um, as far as just a cultural money. shift. A lot of money. Um, but John McDonough, who was in charge, basically swept it under the rug. And said we're going to focus on you know getting to the Stanley Cup and the good vibes, and we're not worried because we about might it. not ever get there again. So we got Which, a chance. It. I mean, the thing is, it it still it, it it's not a great story. Nothing sexual assault is never a great one. But if they would have stepped out in front of it, no one would have blamed them, and it would have been. And I'm not saying sexual assault is fine, but people would have blamed Brad Aldrich, and we would have went on. It wouldn't have been a situation like, like as long right. as they didn't cover it up. Right. No one's going to blame you if you hired some criminal and didn't know initially that he was a criminal. But once he commits a criminal act and you're informed by it, right. then it's on Maybe you. Maybe he wasn't a criminal beforehand and he just did that Jane, the John Doe of the Blackhawks. And that's what started it all. You, and you could be right. You could be right. There's no proof that he had done this before. I'm just going to say, in my opinion, I don't know if you just jump out like that. Yeah. But again, I'm not I'm not a sexual predator. So I don't know when you snap and decide this is my chance to start acting on these th- th- these ills that I'm I'm, 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 um, I'm infected with. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it to me, one, one of the things that went across my mind, we already shame women who come out and talk about sexual assault. We blame them. Right. And that's disturbing and messed up but it's and i want to say it's worse i don't want to i'm not trying to make one worse than the other because that will be ignorant of me to do that and it will be just stupid but a male getting sexually assaulted we don't even really discuss it it's kind of and you see right here swept under the rug because one we don't want to address it but also there's some weird stigma attached to the male that's assaulted 
You know what I'm saying? Let alone if you're assaulted by another male. And we're talking about a, 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 a industry that's ran by males, right? There's no, this is, this is, this is from the team to the front offices, ownership, so on and so forth. Primarily, you're talking about males, let alone white males. And I'm not putting on any race thing with this. I'm just pointing that part out. But I, I, men need to come to grips with sexual assault, period, right? I've told you on, on past shows I was sexually assaulted by a girl um, years ago, right? And people didn't believe me. It was kind of like, haha, yeah, right. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? You're just trying and to brag. It, right. It, or, yeah, but also just like you you full of it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, and you're dreaming I, it. Uh, until I kind of came back at those two people that I was close. One of one of them, I was, that was my best buddy. And uh, the girl's friend, right? And I won't tell you what a girl's friend is now, but I see her every day. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah twist <laughs> yeah right and when i said it to her and at first it was always like yeah what, whatever and then like when i brought it back up later on they were both kind of like yeah that does kind of sound like you were assaulted now again i was dissed because i was a guy that got assaulted and how can a woman assault a male we can go over the physiological how can it go become you it could happen it happened to me all right and i'm not here i'm not looking for any sympathy you know what i'm saying but even saying that if I did, if something if something changed and I needed help, it's okay if I need said help, right? As of right now, I don't think I do, but who knows what's wrong with me that I don't know stems from here, that, what, that, that. all right. But to the point that I'm trying to get to that, I don't even think I would have said, I, I know I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have even said anything if it was a guy that did that to me, right? I wouldn't have told anybody. I would have buried that ish to, and went to, 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 to my grave with it. Mm-hmm. And I shouldn't even slightly grin when I'm doing it, but that's what I would have done, right? And there's something that because people get sexually assaulted, men, men and females, and it's not that person's fault. You know, right. it's like, p- period. You know, and this, right. listen, do you know how hard it is when you're trying to start a hockey career, all right, in a male masculine world to go to your front office? You don't know how, which way they, and your coaches, you don't know how they judge and right. how, what what they have and preconceived notions in their mind and tell. You don't them know if this man. is like a son of John McDonough or like you a don't cousin know. the or closeness, something. the closeness that they have to Brad Aldrich. But even regardless if they were close to him or not, you don't know the stigma. You don't you don't know the stereotypes that they may associate to a victim in this situation. You know what I'm saying? To all, we one thing was. What we're doing is more valuable than whatever happened to you. All right. Forget it's insignificant to us. Yeah. That happened to you. Maybe it happened to you. Maybe it didn't. But we're trying to win is to have a good storyline, which when we're just talking about business and morals is, is, is a whole different topic. But still to get back to it, it's just something that sometimes we need to have open conversations about our own hangups when it comes to gender and assault, because I think as a whole we really haven't come to grips with it. Just, and I, I mean, just I, just when you're watching something in your own home, I want you to do this, everyone that's listening or watching this. And you see something that's not your vibe. What's your reaction? And then why do you have that reaction? Because I do that to myself at times. Be like, wait, why are you feeling like that? You know what I'm saying? And just an honest, you got to ask yourself honest questions because if you don't, how you fix them and become a better individual 
Or do you just believe that everything you feel is correct regardless? So getting getting all the way back to what's happened with the with 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 the Blackhawks, John McDonough is a horrible person. Well, everyone associated with this aren't great, good people. Joe Quimble, and I'll tell you this. I didn't know Joe Quimble. This this is me being ignorant because clearly the head coach would know. When I first saw this and I saw that uh, Stan Bowman was was out, I'm thinking it's because the Blackhawks suck, even though I knew coming down that this was coming down. So I actually forgot because someone had just, my boy Jason had just brought this up on Sean and Maya the other day. So I just, I blanked down on it, right? My thoughts has always been sometimes the coach is better than a general manager. If you have a coach that's legendary and special, don't be, don't Jerry cross that situation. Choose that coach over that general manager, right? That was, that's just my thoughts of the hockey team in general. I would rather have Joe Quimbo than Stan Bowman. Now that I'm further educated in what took place or informed, of course I wouldn't want either one of them. And it's a mark on that entire organization. Um, there's a, it's, it's also, it, it opens up a lot of other questions about other people that have had um, alleged incidents in that organization. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people kind of talk about Patrick Kane and how, you know, they put him out there by himself to kind of teach him a lesson. Part of the thing outside, they put him out there because there was no cover for him. Don't give them kudos because they finally did something. And I'm not trying to make this a Patrick Kane, but I, there's some stuff about the Cubs that is funny, you know, and it, 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 I don't even want to really jump into it, you know, because. I don't, but I wonder, are those some of the things and some of the attitudes which have which have interfered and perhaps hindered this investigation from taking place when it should have actually taken place and has left these victims in a, um, a terrible situation where they had to go and sue these teams to finally get some form of justice uh, taking place against Brad Aldrich. Yeah, it's it's ugly. And like you said from the beginning, if you just had, you know, get in front of it, like just do the right thing. Like w- the media is going to hold the players responsible for Brad Aldrich, and right. you can't compete for a Stanley Cup because everybody will be su- too distracted. Isn't that the whole point of having the Hall of Fame hockey coach to you know just keep the team undistracted and playing well? That's that's what he does. Uh, this just feels really ugly. It feels like Penn State ugly to me with maybe not as many known victims, but just a just a really ugly cover up. And I don't know about you, but I just kept thinking like, man, not that I want this, but it's like I kind of wish I could see like a film depiction of that room when they're discussing this report in May and they decide the playoffs are more important. Let's discuss this one over in uh, or let's report it over in June. And that's one of the Blackhawks eventually did. And I'm just kind of wondering what you think. Like, this isn't the most important part by far. The most important part is the victims and that justice is done and we stop a predator from being out in the streets. But if you're a Blackhawks fan with how horrible the team has looked and then you throw this on top of it, man, it's rough. It's rough being a Blackhawks fan right now. Oh, hold on, Ken. You are muted, my friend. I apologize. 
I was checking on Kelsey. We're it's just her and I here at home, and I had to check the monitor to make sure she wasn't into something. So I muted myself. <laughs> um, yeah. Safety first. I mean, this is the thing too. Hindsight is twenty twenty, but that's foolish for me to say when right is wrong. I mean, right is right and wrong is wrong, right? What was going to happen? All right, so and the you police know ask, when you cover it up, it's gonna, it's gonna come to light. Exactly. Like, what, what did you think the victim was gonna do? Just live under a rock? But then, real quick, what were the police gonna do that were gonna was gonna change the outcome of that Stanley Cup victory? Right. Right. At, like, I, to be honest with you, I don't even know if Chicago police would have really started that investigation until after the Stanley Cup had had finished. To be, I mean, right. really go hard. And I'm not part of it. I'm saying it as far as the police want to see the Blackhawks win. But also just how long it may ta- take for investigations to evidence, really, yeah, to really get stuff. going, going. To, so like I don't even I don't even know. But and like, then you, you just, let this guy have a day with the cup and celebrate with it, and then give him a reference to a youth ho- like that ring and a ring and a ring. Like so, you reward him, mm-hmm. and then. You enable him to be a predator because you don't want to lose a Stanley Cup and we, keep seeing we already covered it up. You you brought up the Penn State. And just to think what Joe Paterno allowed, Joe Paterno allowed him to stay on the campus and have an office. Right. Run that New- youth camp. Where I was about to say, and knew he has a hankering for young men and allowed that to take place on Penn State's campus. And people still was saying that Joe Paterno's statue shouldn't have been taken. And mind you, let me say this. Full disclosure, I love me some Joe Pa growing up as a I kid. I know. I love that. All right? I did. And over. But, oh. f- fuck all that. Yeah, all right? I hope like, he's burning. I hope he's fuck, roasting fuck hard. You know what I'm saying? But you, 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 you enabled such atrocities to take place that what cover do you actually have? And this... Dog, you just got to be real. Sometimes, man, and listen, it's easier said than done. I haven't been in a place of power that where I had to turn in someone that worked for me or that I had some type of relationship with, and I hope that I'll be, I want to say courageous, but it's the right thing. I shouldn't even have to be courageous to do the right thing. It's yeah, just doing, what, do the right thing. doing what's expected. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, yeah, this just was troubling um, and, and it and gets back to what you John just said. McDonough. He it, enjoyed this long ass career making a ton of money in Chicago, and that piece of shit. Ugh. Him, him, and somewhere John Gruden is sipping daiquiris right now, laughing at everybody because they still got the money. And right? Joe like, Pa's there in spirit, like, <laughs> like the ghost of Joe Pa's there. Just it, it, you hit it on the head. If you had never covered this up by now, we wouldn't even be thinking about it. Actually, by now, people would look and point to the Blackhawks as an organization that did the right thing and how you don't fall into these situations. People would be like, remember, they 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 gave dude up right then and there, you know, instead of playing into something because the sunlight is always going to expose everything. Last part, and this has nothing to do with it. And unfortunately, it's trivial. This is why I don't believe Michael Jordan was gambling on basketball and got suspended by the NBA. Because I feel like we wouldn't, it would have, it would have, that's too big of a story. It would have been right. Something would have come out. 
we're talking about the the mid nineties. I mean, early nineties, actually. Something, something. No one's hiding that. We we released the last dance not too long ago, and everybody lost their shit. I mean, you're telling me people haven't still been trying to look into that stuff? Like, hey, but it, it it all comes to light unless. The FBI and CIA are somehow involved in it and they can redact the hell out of something. <laughs> it usually all comes to light, man. You're better off. You're better off addressing it and hitting it head on. I'll tell you what, Jordan's the goat if he got away with that cover. <laughs> <laughs> facts. 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 And again, you know, it's just a sad story to the John Doe and to the young man. Um we, we 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 I don't want to say we feel sorry for you because you you don't want you probably don't want that from us but all our all blessings and energy in your way you know what I'm saying because that's got to be something to have to deal with for the rest of your life let alone the people that were supposed to stand up and look out for you turn their backs on you and money ain't everything but get every dollar you possibly can get please do Hawks. please please listen take them to the woodshed for that yeah. dough. You got public on your side. Everyone's going to back you like money doesn't fix anything, but get what you deserve. At least something. This person's going to I believe this person's going to come out one day just to put a face on it, just to really stick it to this team. You know what I'm saying? So stuff like this, same thing that happened with the the, the gym, U.S. gymnastics, the gymnastics team that was going on with Larry Nassar, you know, just I don't. I don't get the sickness in people. And I'm not, I listen, I'm not, I'm a flawed individual, but there are some things where it's like, what the hell are you doing? And what the right. hell are you covering up for? Why? Like, I, like what's going on over there? Like, it's just, I, it's troubling. It's yeah. very troubling. All I right. think it's like you said, just being in a group, in a room with people that think like you and everyone just like almost this in like incestual want to win. And it just clouds everything. Yeah, that's dog. We going. We we reporting that. Um, and again, if they didn't believe him, let the tr- police find out the truth. Right. You know, you let did it, your you, due diligence. That's it. You did your job. You're on a leave of absence starting today. I'm hey, John putting, Smith, you're the new video coordinator. Right. So, all right. What you got next, Ra? Bulls. Speaking of MJ, first four and zero start for the Bulls since I believe 1996. 96. It was a, it was a warm it was it was a um a warm day in '96 when they got that fourth victory. I can remember it well. Um, listen, a very warm October day. Um, listen, I feel like we've been on this band. Like it's funny now to kind of hear this. I feel like we've been on this bandwagon fairly early as far as our expectations for this season. From what they did in the offseason, and of course, it's a, it's, a, it's a small sample size that some people will tell you isn't really that valuable because it's a glorified practices but or scrimmages in the preseason. And I, I said from the get-go that one, the infusion of talent, in particular Lonzo's, um, and then half court, which you can get out of DeMar. Um, I, I think this was a proper move to make. Um, I think there's a high ceiling. I don't know if they'll reach that ceiling, mm-hmm. um, but they, they are tears. Curtis Overs and Mark Eversley have sent them down a, a path, a very smart path it, it, to say the least. And it's also goes, and this is this part I'll say is too early to tell for sure, but it also gives us a really view, a real good view into how competent they are when it comes to team building. You know, because mm-hmm. this isn't just let's throw it all in the bag and see what works out. 
they knew we need a point guard. We need someone to take the ball out of Zach's hand so Zach isn't worn down, right? Also, we need a mentality, all right? We need a vet that can kind of do some of the things that Zach does. And then last year before the All-Star break, this Wendell Carter miss isn't working out. What can we get for him and get perhaps someone at the down in the post that can really help this team for the long run, right? Mm-hmm. A scoring threat down low. Exactly. And also, not just that, but a facilitator. Remember, what was the thing about Wendell Carter last year at the beginning of the season? He's going to take threes and he's going to initiate offense. Remember that? Now you actually have someone that shoots threes and is a good passing big man. Instead of trying to force this round hole, I mean round peg, which is Wendell Carter, into a square hole. Mm-hmm. You know, now you, you actually have a big that fits in this system. Now, I want to say he's not the defensive player that Wendell Carter was, but guess what? Neither was Wendell Carter <laughs> Jr. <laughs> the hype. I used to tell all that Wendell, Wendell, he should be the leader. Get your asses out of here. Anyway. Um, and I wish Wendell Best Carter player on Duke. Right, zone. right. <laughs> so anyway, you know what I'm saying? Um, this team is early and they've, they've taken on, they've beaten some teams that people we know aren't going to be in the playoffs. So, you got to take that with a grain of salt. But nobody would have thought the Bulls would have started off four and no. And it is it, and it and one, those are four victories that you don't have to worry about trying to get later on in the year as mm-hmm. you're trying to establish playoff rankings when you don't want to be in the play in. All right. Mm-hmm. Um also it goes to show again what and I said this in the past, what they told Billy Donovan. They, first of all, they went out, what do we expect? They're gonna bring in a first time coach. I forget um Nia Long's husband is the the coach of the uh, Boston Celtics right now. That's a Greg Popovich. Yes. Um, um, one of Greg Popovich's former coaches or whatever, right? I forget his name. But the reason I'm bringing it out is those that was the list that we heard. Powell Silas Jr., you know, so on and so forth. What we're used to getting here in Chicago. And what did they do? They went out and got the best coach on the market at the time in Billy Donovan that no one thought was going to go to a team like the Bulls where they were at in their rebuild, right? They got him. They brought in Vooch, all right? Then they went and got the who they were looking to trade for in Lonzo Ball. And you got, um, because of Mark Everly's connection in Toronto, you got DeMar DeRozan to decide to come here to Chicago. The money helped, too. Some of those content- None of those contending teams could give DeMar DeRozan what the Bulls was playing them. Let's not fool ourselves. If they could have given DeMar DeRozan the money, the Bulls would have given them DeMar DeRozan would not be on the Bulls. Yeah. I'm not going to blow smoke up your woohoo with that part. Money still is a factor, all right? Mm-hmm. But still, the mix works. Uh, Alex Caruso, you know, just the value you get in Alex Caruso being your sixth man. You know what I'm saying? Like, if Pat it, Will can take that extra step and maybe be a guy that can close games, like you are and, close there. And the thing is, too, what I love about it, and I was saying this yesterday, Pat Williams can organically grow. He and I think he is so far I this know, year. I, I do, but... If you went and went into this season with Vooch and then the rest of the team, how it was already set, 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 Pat, we would have been asking Patrick Williams to do a lot. You're going to be like, dog, we need we need about 16, 17 points from you a game. That's we need you to get about eight rebounds, seven, eight rebounds. You know, we need you to look to get a block or steal, so on and so forth, where I'm not saying you don't need some of those things. But now one. He can definitely focus on defense because that's the most urgent need right now. Someone that can defend a large perimeter player and the paint also. 
you know, that's what you need. But he can organically grow because there's so much talent here. You're not needing him to do more than what he can do right now right. in his young career. So, he doesn't have I, to I mean, be your three or anything exactly. like that. Because DeRozan's the real key. here. It's a, he would have been asked to be the third or fourth guy. Now the third to probably Vooch and Levine if right. they didn't get DeRozan. Exactly. Now he's your fifth or sixth guy, basically. You mm-hmm. know, and that now he can really find himself. And the infusion of talent and vets gives him a better structure to find himself. Yeah, I think uh, they have looked, you know, like two of those games against the lesser opponents, they've absolutely dominated them. So I don't have too big of a problem with how they played. I guess that first Pistons game, a little bit closer than people want, but this team needs to learn how to win. They've been doing a lot of losing for a long time. Zach, this is his first four-game win streak in his right. career. Wait, I don't even in think eight it years. Was, wait, wait, is it his first four? Or is it was it three his first uh, uh, win streak? I don't, I can't remember. I'm can, not I can, sure I can, about I can't the remember three. Remember Minnesota, but I remember he hadn't won like back-to-back games last year. That <laughs> happened. I think it happened last year when so it was maybe like, they went won. on a three-game win streak at some point. Okay, last that may have been it. That may have been it. But I remember like hearing like, "Damn, he hasn't won back-to-back games." Or something to that fact, right? Because you got to think the Timberwolves was sucking before he got here. But you got to think too, like you luck your way into four or five wins somewhere along the not line. When your, dude, not when your team is at the bottom of a rebuild. That's for, true. And it's just kids. So I'm going to the, the part with Minnesota. And then here, Garpax didn't know what the hell they yeah, were doing. Yeah, they did. They <laughs> clinked out Jimmy and was like, man, it's got to hit, right? And only one guy hit, right? Like all that, going back to, 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 to Chris Dunn and to Laurie and oh, Zach boy. and – yeah, this the smoke is cleared, and you traded Jimmy Butler for undeveloped Zach, who's yeah. now entering into really his last year, entering into his prime prime Zach self, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that shout out to Garpax yeah. on that one. I'm not happy. I'm not mad right now, but still, especially culturally, what you gave up. And again, I want to be like I was a person that was like keep Jimmy. I'm not trying to say that, but just. You, you didn't do what you needed to do. No. And then the Laurie throws the, the yam hammer down on Jokovic yesterday with Cleveland. And even though that's probably not going to go anywhere, it's just like not a good trip for the Bulls, for Jimmy Butler. No, it's just it's not. I mean, Laurie's going to average about 11, 12 points and seven rebounds. Ooh. On Cleveland. So untrad- on Cleveland. So, right. So untradeable. Right. Yeah. And again. The first year, I didn't want nobody touching him as far as moving him. But Larry didn't have it in him, and we know. And I, I was a person that was ready to let him go. I don't think he'll ever get it in him. If he does and proves me wrong, great on Larry's part. I think that was the shortest reign of a Finnish king in the history of mankind. Perhaps. Per, yes, it was. It was. <laughs> Unless there was some Game of Thrones style like takeout in medieval times with uh, the oh, Finnish man. kings. It was. It was. The Finnish Lord, it was, it could have been so great. It could and have been Finnish so. Finnish Lord that turned into old Lordy Lord. Lord. Right, to a pauper. <laughs> it, it could have been so great, man. If he just, if he just developed the dog in him, because the talent is there. It's just, I'm not, I don't care. I'm going to get mine and I'm, I'm just going to be nasty. If he had that, man, Lord Markin would be a Ooh. star in the yeah. NBA. He would be he a star been. in the NBA. 
Then again, if he had, they probably would have showed it in Arizona and probably would have been way gone by seven. <laughs> great point. Great, 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 great point. Uh, but also, too, we don't have Kobe White. We're waiting on him to come back, and that's going to be shoulder. a great piece for, for the bench. Not looking for anything more, just him to just be a scorer. And this goes back to your great point. Everything just feels like it fits, mm-hmm. that all the pieces kind of – to me, they're missing that – other big that they can rely on to either be a rim protector perimeter player if Vooch is out because they really don't have that guy. They don't. Um, maybe Tony Braley develops into it later on. I don't. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But, I, I mean, right. But you know what? If 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 that's going to be the hole right now where you're not a contender, I'm fine with that because you can you can look to see if you can get that through. Um, uh, um, uh, someone being cut, not being cut, someone being bought out later on in sure. the season. Because now, now I was thinking that because now you have to look at it. If the Bulls get into the playoffs, let alone their seeding is higher than what even we expect, there will be some veterans willing to, all mm-hmm. right, I'm going to get buy out and now I'll go to that Bulls team. Also, it could be next year using your mid-level exemption finding somebody or perhaps they find someone in the second round that they, they view as being a, a, a rim defender that can back up Booch, that they can slowly grow for the next couple of years before Booch's contract runs out. But, yeah, that's the hole. But you know what, Ryan? If that's the hole, I'm fine with yeah, it. A backup, a backup big compared to, like, last year, if you came to us, we'd have been like, it's a hole at the point guard. They need, a, they need somebody at small for it. They still need a, 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 a perimeter defender, but you did pick that up in Alex Caruso. You know what I'm saying? You do have that in Patrick Williams. And if you go small, it's not the end of the world because there's not a lot of down low dominant guys in the NBA anymore anyways. Right, right. And you can play with basically anybody with the two guards of Caruso and Ball playing those passing lanes and being as good as they are defensively. I don't think you're too worried about going small if you're the Bulls. No, I don't either. And I'm looking forward to it. Um, I have to watch last night's game. Ooh, it's fun. It is a fun game. I'm watching all of them. I'm watching all of them. I but was thinking also, about that today on my walk. Am I about to watch 82 games of Bulls basketball this year? I may not get in 82, but I'm a damn near try. Yeah, it, me you too. Know what I'm I'm, and they, listen, and they in the past they've been just piling up on my DVR. <laughs> I'll get in at one or two. Now just delete. Like you're not going back. Like and it got to the point. I'm like, why am I gonna make my force right. myself to watch bad Bulls basketball when no one's even asking for this content? And right. I mean that's saying a lot because I usually watch anything sport wise, but. When you, but see, they got into the point where the Bears are trying to do again, where it's like, oh, you think I can suck? I'm gonna show you suck. Yeah, and it's let like me hit this I'm not, level of suck. I'm not going down that. I'm not going down that lane with you. All right, I'm gonna let you go. Do your thing. I'll yeah, be I here thought when you from come back. one quarter of Bulls basketball to 82 games in an off season. Right, <laughs> right. That's facts. Right, right. But look, going around the league, you know, this being the 75th season of the NBA. You know, um, what has caught my eye so far? This I'm going to tell you one thing. I'm tired of ESPN and low-hanging fruit. I don't need a Kyrie update every damn day. It's the it's okay. it's the lowest hanging fruit. It's like the Terrell Owens doing crunchers. Yes, thank house. you. That's so, <laughs> that's that's so apropos. It's dude. I don't need. I get it. I get. I get. I get it. Now uh, it's he's he's uh, in Brooklyn. He's in New York. He's a key player to a team that has aspirations not just to contend, 
They're bonafide. This team is one of the better teams in the NBA. If all these players are healthy, this team is either 1A or 1B as far as who should perhaps be winning this NBA title. From that aspect, I get it. But every day, I don't need this to be a discussion on this man's vaccination. And look, I'm vaccinated. All right. So, again, but I understand if he's hesitant. I mean, if I was on his team, how would I feel? I feel like it's his business. But if I'm just going along the storyline. If he told me, like, yo, we should need to go and play in Brooklyn and he not there, there I'm going to feel a little certain kind of way about that, too. But guess what? I'm not that person. So I don't care and I don't need an update every morning when I wake up on Kyrie Irving. All right. And whatever's taking place on the East Coast. I don't I don't I don't need it. All right. So that's. One thing that's jumped Kyrie out. Kyrie is so going far. into a CVS. Oh, he's just getting a toothbrush. Exactly. Oh, we thought we had vaccination. They're riding outside of Barclay. Like, oh, whatever, y'all. Y'all figure it out. But just could you not bring it to our attention? Because no one's asking for that. That's not on the eastern seaboard. Now, I don't even want to say the whole eastern seaboard. Just the northern part of it. No one's asking <laughs> for that. Just facts, man. Just, Even just, New York's not. They love the Knicks just, more. Dude, no. Ex- oh, that's crazy. All right. That, <laughs> that's crazy. That's like, I don't even want to do that today where we, we no, pick we up the did. Knicks we fans. Did we did enough last week. Um, and the, there'll be I, days what, in the future. Don't worry. They'll come and um, see. LaMelo taking another step. Like, LaMelo, we looked at as being a facilitator Man, his 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 perimeter shooting, and, and it's not just that; it's his willingness to do it. It's like, damn, right? It's just like, what, what? Like, man, imagine I, the Bulls got into that top three for that. Dude. Yeah, we wouldn't have his brother on the team, and no. it, it, and it would be good. Even though I don't, the I, lo- I think Lamelo is lighting a fire under Lonzo's ass. Too. Oh no, it's clear. It clear. Lamelo showed him what he could be doing. But Lonzo's a better defender, and I don't ever think Lamelo's going to be that. He's going to defend that hard. But also, you you ask Lamelo to do a lot more offensively to be a scorer than you ask of Lonzo. So as far as expending, ex, wow, that that would be crazy. Come on down to Chicago when you're done with Charlotte. Right. You want to be a star? You want to be a star? Right. Um, but listen, they could end up by that time. LeBron would be gone. And, you know, oh, be, yeah, who's, the Lake show, who's yeah. coming in? Who's yeah. coming to the Lakers? Right? The ball, big ball brand. Oh, no oh, yeah, I'm going to walk up in here. Um, so Get LiAngelo on the wing. LaMelo has definitely stood up. They're sticking with uh, another great rookie from that class of last year. Anthony Edwards has picked up where he left off last year. Um, there's no fluke in these two gentlemen from that last year's class, which is a decent class of, of, of rookies. Um, outside of the loss to the Heat, uh, it didn't. It, it, I love what Milwaukee's doing. I love that Giannis' hunger never ceases um, to keep Does trying to get. He have a little bit of a, a he, he'll have it. It's working and hit me in a few years. And I'm not saying that to dis, but it takes it takes some years. I forgot who I was talking to. I was talking to someone yesterday and they was talking about somebody not being. It was Tony. It was after our UC show. Me, him, Siafa Lewis, who's leaving NBC now. (gasps) Siafa and Eric Strobel were talking about the Bulls. And Tony was saying something about DeMar DeRozan's shot not approved. And I was like, well, actually, it's kind of like hitting in the MLB. That is one thing you can get better at as you get older. You can, through just experience, become. Now, I'm not saying that. Repetition, muscle memory. Now, 
I'm not saying now if you're Albert Pujols and you were one of the greatest hitters ever when you were hot, that now at almost 40, you're going to be better. But I'm, I'm, I kind of mean that for someone who wasn't necessarily that good, that they can get better just from what you just said. Muscle memory, wisdom, know-how, guile. Look also, at DeRozan. He's just getting to a spot. He just knows right. exactly which angle to take. And if, hey, you're flat-footed here, let me just spin cycle there. Got it. So – that 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 stood out to me. Um, and I don't you know what? I don't have I mean, I could go over who should come out of the West. I don't have a Western favorite based off of this small sample. So it's, just, it's only a few games. So and teams are still yeah. learning yeah. and also just getting to lather up, you know, so I don't have a Western favorite, but it's too early to have a Western favorite. But what stood out to you so far in the 75th NBA season? <sighs> You know what stood out the most to me? Just kind of counting the teams in the playoff races in both conferences. This playoffs might be lit. Like, mm. there is not a lot of easy teams. Like, that Toronto team the Bulls played, if that's not a playoff team, that's a high nine. That's a high nine seed in I'm the I'm saying last conference. week, people don't – you better respect them because, one, they're, they're coached up well. They have one of the better coaches. Didn't they even have, have their the- best player, Pascal Siakam. And one of the better front office people and you saw Majiri, they're not going to be down for too long. Only thing to stop and hinders them is they play. And we know that for playing here in cold ass Chicago, they're playing cold ass Toronto right. in another country where you can get taxed again. Right. If they were, listen, they could even be cold. If they were South of the border and it was still, if they were just past best by Buffalo, watch out. All yeah. right. Because <laughs> man, you know, like dude, that you some, you saw Majiri, is such a damn asset, you know, yeah. and like he's it's so such, smart. Yeah, such an it's such an asset, but yeah, that's a great point. This, I, listen, if things stand pat, especially on the East Coast, it's gonna be interesting. Like I can't, man. Listen, you know what I need, and I, I'll take it, win or lose. I need a good old Bulls Knicks. Yes, I was gonna say. I need a good old, and especially I need, with I, the Tom Thibodeau, oh, Derek and Derrick Rose. Rose. Oh, I need Worldwide West doing his rebuild, I and need AK it. and Eversley are doing theirs. Ooh, I need it. I need. Listen, I don't need it. The NBA needs it. All right, you get those two markets back at each other's necks. Oh man! Oh, oh by the man. way, I forgot to give this to you. The Boston head coach is Ime Uduke. That's who okay. we're talking about on the yeah, short list. Is that. Julius Randle from Chicago? No, is that ever okay? No, Julius Randle is not from Chicago. I forget. It's like I knew where he was from before he got to Kentucky. He's not New from York. It's in New York, Dallas. I was about to say I knew he's from down south. I was about Dallas. to Alabama, but I'm, I'm when I was about to give him Alabama, I was confusing him with Boogie. Um, okay. But I knew he was from down south. I knew he was from down south. But no, I was gonna say if you got a Chicago if, player no, angle if, too. Dude, if Julius Randle was in Chicago, he would have come back home by now. I mean, because you got to think he was bouncing around. That's we would have been asking. We'd be like, man, they need to. They, the oh, first Garth thing you would have heard would have been calling no, him. Exactly. The first thing you would have heard me about, man. Know what you know? What they need to do? They need to bring right. Julius Randle back. What have been the for? first? That'd be the first thing you would have heard. That'd be the, even though I, 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 I've been a Julius Randle fan, I thought when he was a Laker, he wasn't getting his props. Because, I mean, this before, because all he got is one hand. But his spin move, boy, he put your ass in the spinner. All right, compared to now where how far he's grown his game out. But I, I, I always thought he got the, the, the short end of the stick 
um, compared to where he got drafted, but how well he was as an NBA player, people didn't necessarily give him his props being a big who could handle it and get to the rim. Totally agree. God, I like that. Knicks, Bulls. Listen, all I need, and I know they wouldn't do it, I just need ESPN or TNT, whichever one, to just play the old NBC Bull, I mean basketball intro for that for the beginning yeah. of that series. I just Ooh. need that. The boy, I would, I'll be falling back into <laughs> reminisceville nostalgia. Like, ah, it's a triple header on a Saturday morning. You fall back like, into 1996. You're like, right, look at like, the paper. Oh, Bulls four. I'm not going anywhere today. Listen, I do. I used to get up. It's like nothing. Like, wait, there'd be two NBA games on Saturday and three on a Sunday. I'm not going nowhere. All right. I'm about to take in parking that ass on the couch. (laughs) All right. Like, oh, man, dude. On top of that, your team was involved in whatever doubleheader or tripleheader because they were the championship bulls. Like, oh, (sighs) that was so. Oh, that was a trip down to memory lane. I'm back. I'm I'm back. Mm-mm-mm. How about we uh, go from uh, memory know, lane good, down to, to throw up lane, like first to the bathroom with these bears? I mean, do we have to do this? I think um, for a couple of minutes, I guess. Okay. I don't know what Bill Lazor was on this past Sunday. And I mean, with Bill Lazor, that goes to Matt Nagy. Um, check out. Today's UC, it drops tomorrow with Adam Hogue and Alex Shapiro from NBC Sports Chicago. No, it drops today. We did it. Today's Tuesday. Oh, okay. Never drops mind. tomorrow. Drops tomorrow. Drops yes. tomorrow. We drops today. I'm sorry. You're right. This drops tomorrow. I didn't know if we was putting this out tonight or not. So No, we can put it out tonight. You're right. Okay. Tomorrow. So, so <laughs> one question I had was, if... Lashavius Simmons was going to start at right tackle. Why the hell wasn't Alex Barr in at tight end like he's been as a six down lineman? So either start Alex Barr at right tackle, but this was my thinking, and I won't say who confirmed it, but he he agreed with my my pattern of thought. Either Start Alex Barr, and now you don't have that six lineman, big lineman. All right, so whatever you're going to do, you're going to have to do it without because you're not going to have the Savior Simmons um, going from left to right, moving in action like you would uh, uh, Alex Barr. Alex Barr at least had gotten reps and you know how to get set and everything like that. Or if you're going to have the Savior Simmons out there, help him. Damn it! So that like doing that. Where was the max protect at at earlier in the game? And well, you got to develop spread first, and then you can go to. So I actually felt better after Hogue had typed t- t- had had texted out the uh, the twelve man situation as far as the first interception that Justin threw with the coaches telling him there are twelve men on the on the on the field, but getting more information from him being at the game, I believe was it either. Um, Bird, I don't know if it was Bird or Goodwin, but definitely A-Rob weren't set yet. And Justin went to his left side before he came back right. So even if it was a free play, he really didn't go out to free. First of all, Bears, no more free plays. We're not ready for that. That's two point. No. That's two point two. All right. Let's two. That's two point two. Let's let's give that up. All right. But I, I and I'll say this. I should have said I thought the Bears were going to have 
the best at this point, the best rushing attack versus the um, the Tampa Bay Bucks than anybody had this season. And because I did think that I thought, you know what, how things usually go. They may have the best. I'm not going to say how amount of yards, but I was watching that Dallas game at the beginning of the year. I've watched several Bucks games where teams give up on the run. Like, you know what? Forget it. It's not going to work. But probably they gave up a little bit too. Like, all right, happier yards. This game's over. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. But the thing is, those teams that give, gave up had Dak Prescott and two first round receivers out there, right? Like, I mean, three actually. And well, I don't, you know, I don't know where uh, Gallup. Uh, was but playing. he's a he's playing like as yeah a, he's, he's a, a talent of a first round, round receiver yeah you know what I'm saying like the, you know they have they have you have the Rams you know what I'm saying where they have Matthew Stafford with Sean McVay's brain and, Cup. and Woods and Cup you know what I'm saying and Henderson in the backfield who they they get but you they you you could get one of the drift they at least have formidable QBs that if we get one dimensional. I trust these guys with going one-dimensional. We don't have that yet in Justin Fields' young career. All right, so how are you setting up to, one, win with the run action, but also win by throwing down the field by giving Justin Fields enough time to throw down the ball down the field? Um, I got a buddy of mine who texted me yesterday, and I, I didn't hit him back till today because I, I was moving around. And I hit him back, and I apologized. And he was like, yeah, yesterday's show – was really a downer. You basically that like we were we was murky dismal, <laughs> and it's like I don't expect I don't know how you expect for us not to be because regardless of if the Bears salvage this season, we still really know what it is, and that's a team it's that's the not same thing. It's been since the second half of 2018. You heard that, man? That, that's that's it. It, it. Actually, no, 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 no. Actually, it's worse. Because it's still at that second half, there was there were competent moments at time. You know True. what I'm saying? True. Like the, the, the Philadelphia game, the second half of the or the fourth quarter, you should really say of the Philly the Philadelphia playoff yeah, game. Yeah, Mitch uh, had a good game against Green Bay to close it out. Right. Kind of so you still had you still had peaks and valleys. But now we just really get a lot of valleys. Maybe a peak. <laughs> I'd like to see that, that Richter yeah, the, scale. It was like, yeah, yeah that's peaking. Oh, we got we see a little more valleys. Oh, guys, we're just seeing valleys. We're just What's seeing up? valleys. It's like the roller coasters. <laughs> <laughs> like it was the first third was built. The click, 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 right. click, click. Oh, we forgot to build the rest. I was watching. I went through a binge. Uh, TBS this past weekend had Black Panther on, right? Because I don't really watch Black Panther, right? And I came in from right after a Killmonger had tossed his ass off, uh, off uh, Chad Bo- Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther, off during the ceremonial challenge, right? I came in right after that. So I watched it from that point, which the movie actually seems a lot shorter when you watch it from that point. And that's got to yeah, be... I actually like that's the same thing. Right, so it's like I was surprised. I was like, "Damn, I thought it was more than this Usually movie." Usually, that's right? about a, a third of the movie. I thought, yeah, about I, thought about, I, saw, I felt. And remind you, that's a long ass movie, right? So anyway, I was fine, Ryan. I watched this movie, and I was like, "Man, that's this is great." Usually, I would think with Chadwick Boseman on him, Black Panther and Chadwick Boseman, it pulls on my heartstrings, and I was cool and whatever. So they get to the very end of the movie. Um, Black Panther and Shuri go to Oakland to where their uncle was killed by their father or killed by uh, um, uh, what's his name? What's the brother's name? Uh, 
What's he's the king? He's in Godfather of Forrest Whitaker. Forrest killed by yes. Forrest Whitaker, right? Mm-hmm. So they're there, and Black Panther shows the jet, the, the Wakanda jet they're in. All the kids are like, oh, "Wow!" And one kid's looking at him and starts walking over. He's like, "Hey, is that yours?" And you know, Jack was smiling or whatever. And the kid goes, "I don't know if he goes, what's your who who are you or what's your name?" And when he says that, and Chad with Bozeman smiles. I lost it. <laughs> I was like, no! He made it all the way. <laughs> I made it to the end. No, it's only one more scene, a post-credit scene after this, Ryan. I had made it. And this kid goes, he's like, what's your <laughs> name? And Chapman's like, and I'm like, no! I didn't. I'm imagining like a movie, like just seeing your face totally sober. It was like it flashes to the TV, and then it goes black, and you just see the tears and the reflection of the TV. I see my face in the 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 black screen. All right. So the reason I brought that up, getting all the way back to the point of being on a a roller coaster that never stops. The next movie was Thor Ragnarok, right? Mm -hmm. And the thing about Thor Ragnarok is. You forget how many different elements there are to it. Because when I think of Thor Ragnarok, I think of them being on that planet out there with Jeff Goldblum. That's usually really what I think about with Thor Ragnarok. I forgot about the search for Odin at the beginning of it. I forgot about all of that before they even get to that place. Helena, like I I knew Helena. I was like, is this the Helena movie? Wait, this is Ragnarok, right? So the part where Thor and Loki are in, I take it Manhattan, New York, right? And they're like, okay, where do we, where can, where did you leave? They, when they went to the old Shady Acres where Loki had left Odin and they're tearing down Shady Acres, right? Mm-hmm. And Thor gets mad at uh, 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 Loki and then Loki all of a sudden disappears through a round hole, which we know is the magic of Doctor Strange when you see it, right? So then Thor picks up the card and also love the fact that Thor's holding the cane like Masterson, if you grew up watching Thor's old cartoon or read the comic books, you know that Thor used to tap the cane, not the cane, the umbrella, that the umbrella is Mjolnir, right? So, but he has, so it also, to see him having that umbrella threw me back to when I was a kid and they used to play like those 1960s uh or maybe it was the seven. I think it was the sixties. Thor cartoons and Fantastic Four cartoons where their mouths didn't move and they would just have like the image of them going across the screen, like <laughs> it just that one steal and be like he's flying and they just move the steel or whatever. So anyway, you get all the way back to the roller coaster ride of the bears. This is, I, mean, I know it's taking a long way around here, right? So it's longer than the, the bears roller coaster, exactly. But you get to where um, Thor goes to Doctor Strange's crib, right? And Doctor Strange is jumping from different spots in the house and Thor keeps getting jostled by it while he's trying to drink his brew or whatever. And he says, OK, he, he picks up the spell to get ready to send Thor to Odin. And he was like, oh, yeah. Oh, Zor's like, but what about Loki? And uh, Doctor Strange is like, oh, yeah. And he snaps. And all of a sudden, one of those little holes opens up out of the top of the room and Loki falls down out of the, the hole. Right. And Loki screams, I've been falling for 30 minutes. <laughs> That's the beers right there. 
Because <laughs> the great part is like, okay, we know that Loki oh is this mystical being with powers, but he knew the exact timeline <laughs> of how long he had been fought. And that's how I feel with the bears. It's like I've been falling, and it's different if you're just falling, but when you know, like, dude, it's been two hours and I'm still falling, that's the feeling that you have with what's taking place with particularly with this offense with the Chicago Bears team. And I know that was a really long way Can, to get there, but guess what? Would you rather that story or you rather me talk no, more about that? No, I'd rather the Tampa story. Uh, it was great refresher to hear Marvel over the bears. Oh God. Can they, can the players just hold a mutiny already? Can we just get this over with? I mean, why? If it's providing them with cover, True. right? Also, do you hold a mutiny if you don't think you can salvage the ship? So do we just hold me like usually you hold a mutiny to overthrow the captain because he's been a tyrant or you want to cut him out of the booty. And by booty, I mean whatever treasures that you hold or whatever, you know, like it's a, it's a, it's a double cross usually just or he's doing something that is endangering you and you don't want to die. So we got to have a mutiny because I'm not going to let this MF kill me. Right. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Throwing a mutiny against Matt Nagy does what? As far as, and I'm asking this question, do they believe talent-wise that they're better than this? They should. Honestly, they should. Do they care? They probably do care. It, but it gets monotonous when you've been going through the same thing for several years. Like, we never talk about the psyche of someone who has signed a contract, right? And people are like, well, you got to sign. Well, you signed the contract. Well, let's let's look at it. One, you're going to sign, you get drafted, right? So you don't even pick where you get to work. And chances are, if you're good, you're probably going to sign, particularly depending on what league with the NBA, you're going to sign that second contract if you're good, because the team can pay you so much more money than if you move to another team. In NFL, every team can basically play you the same, right? But chances are, worst case. Great. That's a great point. I was going to actually and I should have thought about that, but I was going to I had forgotten about that. So I appreciate you doing that. But the point that I'm getting to when you're in a job and you're in some place where you you come in, you're in shape, you focus on your job and your task. But leadership is inept. At what point, even if you're, you're you're performing, you're there on time, you're you're there to be counted for and you do what you are supposed to do. What point is there the slippage from you doing the extra, 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 though, that takes you, not just you, but to the team to another level? Because I feel like as a human being, if I'm in a situation, let alone I'm in a situation where every Sunday I leave a chunk of my flesh out there. Right. What part does I don't even know that I'm checking out, but I'm checking out because the lack of hope that the people that are supposed to set me up so that I can be successful aren't in the proper place or even aren't in this organization. And we never spend time because it's just like they're the players, they get paid, they're supposed to do it. I don't care what job you work in, all right, and let alone if you're great at your job. If the people that are your higher-ups are messing up and you're locked into a contract that's not even guaranteed, all right, I'm like, we do. So we're getting to your point as far as the mutiny, I don't even know if they know what they would do if they could hold a mutiny. You know what I'm saying? Because who do you now, Bill Lazor? And one thing I think I've said it on here, sometimes we act like Bill Lazor is a world beater just because he's competent. 
right, right that, or the old bears bar at the bottom of the towards the ground where all the laser has to do is just be somewhat competent and he's already miles ahead of Matt Nagy the current or actually play more competent I'm, I'm sorry my, my my ring light went I told you I gotta you know I was thinking with what you just said look at a guy like Alan Robinson like leaves Jacksonville to try to improve his situation Goodness with a gracious. potential up-and-coming team in Chicago. They have Matt Nagy, the Kansas City Chiefs, offensive coordinator, as head coach. We got Mitch Trubisky, at quarterback, the future. You're getting this huge payday, and you get Chicago. Like, I think you would want to sign that deal. And then how long did it take Alan Robinson? A year, year and a half? Be like, oh, no. Oh no! The oh boy, this is not going to be a good one for me. I mean, I hope he knew coming here wasn't going to be a good one, but that money was right, and it was in a big, it was in a nice. You can see where you see the hope. Like we all kind of thought, Matt Nagy might be good. The Mitch Trubisky pick was never great, but I don't think as a player you automatically just say, "Oh, this rookie quarterback is just going to be bad." I mean. You may not say he's going to be bad, but you know he may not be good, right? Because one, like these players watch college and they talk to players that are still playing college sure. and their coaches and so on and so forth. So you, it's easy to get a background on Mitch, depending on if you now, do you really want to get a well-versed background or are you looking for biased opinions to, to make you feel better about the decision you're about to make because you know they got that contract over there for you, right? Mm-hmm. And how many teams, and I can't, I, going back, I can't remember, w- was there a, um, was there a, some type of bidding war uh, for Allen Robinson? If there was a team that had more I, I money. I don't believe so because it was him and was Sammy Watkins. He was coming off yeah. an ACL injury exactly. the year before too. And him and Sammy Watkins were the top receivers in that free agency class, and he went to the Chiefs. Sammy mm-hmm. Watkins did. So Allen Robinson, like you said, with the ACL, his positive was he was younger than Sammy Watkins, but Sammy Watkins was looked at as the known commodity. Yeah, it's still the hype that Sammy had from coming out of Clemson, even if him at Buffalo, he hadn't really succeeded yet. And at so. that point, nobody really succeeded in Buffalo. So it was like, hey, you might be just That's doing right. that whole Buffalo thing. Don't forget. Think, think about when when um, when Beast Mode was in Buffalo. Like, you forget right. about Beast Mode. They went yeah. like 15 years without – like, they went for the longest drought of to last between year. playoff births. To last yeah. year, yeah. It's really sucked up there. I'm, man, we can go over bad Buffalo football. We can go to <laughs> – you know, like just the different decisions that they've made. Uh, just the, they, Sammy they, Watkins. Let's trade yeah. away the draft. Yeah. Go draft so, Sammy Watkins. Like, remember they oh, had wait, Doug, we don't have a quarterback. They had Doug Flutie there playing decent, and then they had the Southern California quarterback dude. I forget his name, and they wanted yeah. him to start, and then they started him and Flutie. That's when Flutie went to San Diego and was decent for it, man. And the dude's name is on the tip of my tongue, but I just I can't. I was he, he was in that Music City Miracle, right? Well, I don't remember. I know he used to wear that that funny head. At the time, it was a funny headband on it around his head to keep his I hair. Remember. His I remember EJ Manuel. Remember oh, that man. quarterback I gotta, pick? I, I actually got to look this up. I'm sorry. Just continue. No, look it up. Yeah, continue. Uh, continue just to wrap up, I guess, with the Bears. Do you see... Uh, I, like to me, all I see is just another one of those 500 seasons, which you obviously can't have this year. So it's probably going to be eight and nine, maybe seven and ten. I mean, they have to be like for them to do anything positive this year, they're going to have to sweep the Vikings, take care of the Lions, somehow get a win against the Packers, 
find a way to like split against the NFC West. Like it's just everything is against them to even do anything positive this year. Rob Johnson. Rob Johnson. Rob Johnson. All right. Um, listen. <sighs> Winning is better than losing because part of me wants to say what difference does it make? And that's just me being an ass. And they don't have a first round pick. They don't have that's also that's what makes it so bad. Even though, again, first round pick versus at this point having Justin Fields, clearly I'll give yes. you a first round pick. But I just expected that pick to perhaps be in the teens, or I hoped it was in the teens and not before yeah. n- at least number 10. All right. We're looking so, like Giants top 10. Here you go. Right. Right. So um again, I would rather have Justin Fields. And the Giants, I mean, listen, also, too, even more reason why I'd rather have Justin Fields, they can try to hype it up. This is going to be a, a whack-ass QB year coming out of college, all right? And there's going to be a lot of teams reaching for guys that aren't going to make any damn sense. And that, look, Isn't I'll say this. Spencer Rattler one of the top ones, and he's benched he for... He got benched <laughs> for what Caleb Johnson, I think the kid's name is. I believe so. I mean, just don't. Think about him, right? Think about being Rattler. And you're looked at as, regardless of the weak draft, you could be number one or two, right? And you got benched. And now you have to go and talk to all these teams and tell them why you should be their quarterback and your coach. And Lincoln Riley has to do what he has to do. But, man, I would be mad at Lincoln Riley. <laughs> even if it's on me, i am be like, dude, do you know the amount of money that you just caught? Like, oh, man. Dude, I got to transfer. I'm with like, you. I'm no, with you. I would be upset. But, look – there's a chance the Bears could finish with nine, nine, nine victories, you know, yeah. at, at at least. Um, Especially I mean, if Justin Fields improves some. If also, I mean, look, they can run the record. Look, Montgomery isn't even back yet. Yeah. Right. So think about once you get Montgomery back. With and Herbert. I, yeah, I was about to say, I, I don't know if the depth chart wise, Herbert's going to leap. I would think he's going to leap over Damian Williams. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, you and we listen, Tariq Cohen. You know what I'm saying? It's just as far as having a, another weapon. Um, and then the defense. Let's, 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 listen, the defense would have played better if they didn't all have either COVID or weren't hurt. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? When you're talking about yeah, Robert, Robert Quinn, Quinn being out from because of COVID, you're talking about Akeem Khalil Hicks Mack being injured, Akeem Hicks being injured. So, I mean, if you had those guys – um, I mean, you're pressuring Brady a lot better than you did this past weekend. And they did do some good things. He never threw six incompletions before. You did yeah, do no. some things, after, little things like right that. Right after he threw a 600 touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I take I'll take my foot off the gas a little bit too if I just threw my 600 touchdown on you. I your can't life. believe that 600 touchdown. We're never going to see that again. Oh, we will. Ooh. We will. Okay. It's not even a, it's not a Brady thing. You got think about this too. Brady beginning of his career is still where yeah, it's a more of a passing league than it was 5 years before. But from from year, let's just say Brady's first year starting to like his sixth year starting, Brady wasn't asked to put up crazy touchdowns to like where it got to when Randy Moss got there. So imagine what imagine what Patrick Mahomes touchdown total would be when he gets to 40. You know what I'm saying? Like when you when you Brady, remember, Brady didn't start his rookie year. Well, Brady started with his second year of his third year. Yeah, something like that. I don't remember. So, but initially, especially the first three years, they were winning off of the defense with Brady situationally being good. 
You know what I'm saying? Where mm-hmm. Brady didn't make the mistakes that at the point where people would say you're a system quarterback or you're a manager. Brady excelled at that as he that's why it was Bledsoe out because Bledsoe would turn that ball over Brady in. We just need someone that can set us up because we and then send we, Bledsoe down to Buffalo. <laughs> right. Right. So speaking of Buffalo. But um, so, yeah, we, you'll see. I mean, and it's, it could be someone that's a dog or imagine, dude, imagine what by 40. And also, we didn't I haven't said this. Think about the QB rules in 20 years. Dog, you may not be able to breathe on them. All right, like, I mean, just look, because speaking of Brady, Brady, Luke. Have, like force fields around him, right. like wearing the, the Bengals, force field device. Right. The Bengals, the Bengals D-tackle comes through, hits Brady in his knee. You can't even go by the, the, the quarterback's knees now, right? Like, just as far as just the change, the change through his career, let alone changes caused by him, good and bad, you know what I'm saying, to where you're not going to be, the quarterbacks aren't going to be getting touched. It's going to be even more of a passing centric league. Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, like just if you just look, Kyler Murray, Ryan, like, dude, by the time if any of these guys played a 42, they're going to have 600 key to 600. Yeah, touchdowns. if you can play to 40, there's definitely yeah. going to be some people. Yeah, sure. so I, I'm, dude, now I, I think you, this, this one will, this one will continue. We'll see, we'll see multiple people get to 600 touchdowns, period. I, I don't have a question about that because I mean, if you like me and you live another 40 years, dog, like they're never going to go back to the NFL and be like, you know, what we need, we need, we need to be ruffle, right? Like we need, we need to let people hurt the quarterbacks, right? Like it's never going back to that. What we need to do is allow people to jam up these receivers so that these games can be real mugged up. It's never going back to that. So yeah, I think it's going to be a situation where we'll see multiple people within 20 years. I'm elated you gave me uh, 40 years. I'm just happy about that. Hey, man, I want to see you. I want to see you striving and surviving all the way. I like it. You ready for some up for grabs? Yeah, take it. Give me up for grabs, Ryan Beastie, so we can get up out of here. I only got one for you today. World Series begins Tuesday night. Will you be watching and who's going to win? No. Um, I want don't want to see that Astro beat down or you got to wait till like game like elimination of the Astros before. I mean, look, I I want Dusty Becker to win one. <laughs> All right. What about I'm, Ron I'm, Washington on the Braves? Don't do that. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you know what I almost did. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't know. My goodness, oh man, oh he's man, never gonna lose this World Series because he's got either oh, the man. trophy or the listen, bag. listen. To be honest with you, we don't want one. We don't want the Braves to win because we know how Ron Washington's gonna party. Party! It was just one time. Me and Josh Hamilton was in, in the clubhouse. Me, and Josh Hamilton, and three bumps. This is look. I got a story. It was me, Josh Hamilton, and three bumps. Right. Right. Then turn him into an MVP. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If he was I, only I, worried about his defense and not the bag, he would have won in 2011. <laughs> Look, um, I understand people's feelings about the Astros being cheats and in that wanting to see nothing but the worst happen to that organization as far as on the baseball field. And I get that. So me not having a horse in this race, um, Dusty Baker, a black manager, just so you know, 
um, who came to Chicago and changed the narrative in Wrigleyville, changed the expectations to where Cubs fans were fine with whatever happened. You know, not really fine, fine, but to a certain degree, winning wasn't the utmost priority. And Dusty, he he um, he reshuffled their priority. He reorganizes what I'm trying to say. Their priorities, and he and doesn't get legitimacy his, right after a World Series appearance. Right, and he doesn't get his props for that. The fact that it changed the culture of Wrigleyville, as far as you know, what we're trying to do it, and it's not these old excuses don't work. All right, Tribune Company. All right, we're trying to really do it. And if you even think about how much money they started spending on Sweet Lou's team that they when they they, they didn't spend on Dusty's teams. I mean, so I have an affinity for Dusty Baker and I want to see Dusty Baker because the last thing you want to see is a, a, a great manager who doesn't have one and they hold that against you. So just like, for instance, during the Astros series against the White Sox, you saw the, all the pennants that Tony La Russa had. Right. And you want Dusty had one, um, but you saw the World Series and Dusty had zero. So I want that it's lopsided. I, I want to see Dusty have one because Dusty has earned earned having one. And I mean, I forget some of Dusty's. I forget Cincinnati Dusty. I yeah. kind of remember Nationals Dusty, but when I was like, damn, he wasn't uh, Cincinnati, right? And every place Dusty goes, he uplifts that organization. Now they may not win it all, but he listen. He was the bricklayer that got the Nats to where then they got to that next that next step two years ago. You know what I'm saying? So, uh-huh. again, I, I want to see him get one. I mean, think, the people don't think about the situation. Like, and, and, and speaking of race, right? Dusty has to go in a situation where he should be able to pick and choose his jobs for what he's done in baseball. He has to go to where they are the biggest cheats since the Blackhawk scandal, Black Sox scandal, basically, right? Like he has to take that job, right? Like, hey man, it's it, listen, they got some talent, but I don't know if you want to be down here because they're going to be a lot of heat on their ass, right? He has to go in and do that, and he succeeds and gets them back to a World Series, talented team, talented organization, but and, but they only have his age too, and they only have yeah, and they only have four players, so it's, it's not even like he has the exact same team. Now he has the exact same farm system as far as the talent has come from it. But it's not like they have the exact team from when they were cheating, 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 cheating. It's only four players from that. But, um, yeah, so um, I, after Strohs, but I'm rooting for Dusty. So I want Dusty to finally win one. I, I'll wake up and see who ESPN tells me has won it. I'm, depending on who's leading in the series will determine my viewership. All right? If it gets to the point where the Strohs – I'm not going to watch, like – the game before the Strohs win it all, but the game that they win it all, I'll tune in. But because my team got bounced and his face kicked in, I ain't watching it. <laughs> all right? Like, baseball is you. too close to the heart. All right? It's too close. It, I, I can't. Even, I don't even it's know like, if I'm really going to watch it that much, to be honest. I'm, I'm not thinking, I'm, Go ahead. I'm just... It's not a lot of storylines that grab me in this one that's kind of mm. like... Astros cheating scandal. That's like the main storyline for this. Um, I'm with you. I, I think Dusty getting a ring would be cool. Freddie Freeman, I guess, too. He seems like a good guy, but it's not too many people I'm just like rooting for on the field in this one. Okay. Can I say this too? All right. When can I be bad, bad person? I'm slightly rooting for Jose Altuve. <laughs> 
I know, right? I don't have a dog in the race. It's more blasphemous than the Ron Washington stuff a minute I ago. I know, man. I am. I, I got to be honest with you. I, he's just such a great player. Regardless of his cheating or whatever, I admire how great he is. And I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's just real quick. Can we name him Buzz? Did we just lose the computer? Which computer? Oh, yes. You, mine is dead. <laughs> so the show is the show over now? No, no, no. Oh, we're still that's, recording? Okay, yeah, just that's checking. My, uh, that's my okay. notes computer. Okay, okay, okay. Just making sure. I was like, oh, man, we didn't close the show out. <laughs> but before we close the show out, real quick, uh, Ozzy Gian interviewed for the Padres job. Any thoughts on he, that? I hope he gets it. Um, if they knew what they were doing, they should give him that job. And I I, I, I hope it's not a – I hope it's not a um, – a Rooney Rule uh, oh. interview. From what it sounds like, they are eyeing Gian. Maybe that's just a report, but it sounds because like they, they went after him. Listen, he would get those players. When you, especially when you listen, there's not going to be too much messing around that Fernando Tatis Jr. could do with Ozzy running that and Manny Machado. They gonna fall in line, and I would love to see Ozzy with a team with that much time. Dog, think about that pitching rotation when they're all healthy next year, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, I, because I love me some Ozzy and I've been fortunate enough to talk a couple times with J- Junior, I would love to see Ozzy get a chance out there. And I'm because it, 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 and it's not a bad team. The thing is even great. It's not a bad team that he's getting the, opera, the opportunity. Yeah, it just that sucks way. that you're competing against the Giants and the Dodgers. Right. Okay. But I mean, which, hey, that's why you also need someone who can bring attention to you like Ozzy could. But I, right. just as a baseball, uh, a baseball man, as far as his IQ, it's still slept on, to say the least, about Ozzy Guillen. But Ozzy Guillen is, is a very intelligent baseball person, and he should have a, he should have a managerial job. He should have had several between the last time he had one when he, when he was in Miami. Yeah, that would be great. Um, Bruton, like Ozzy, I've grown a lot of affinity for the older I've gotten, and it would be great to see him. It would suck to lose him at the media he'll be appearances back. around he'll here. Be, he'll be back. Just but get, more just, so, like, just hearing him break down the White Sox is a real treat. Mm-hmm. It is. Just him keeping it, for, keeping it real, right. for the most part, is a real treat. But if you have an affinity for him, you want him to do what he wants to do right. and what he's exceptionally good And he wants to manage. At. He yeah. wants to manage. So let, Especially listen, when he's seeing old ass Dusty and Tony LaRusa managing. Right, right. Like, oh, dude, dude I bet he was like, man, I got I got another 30 years I can get one of these jobs. <laughs> Shoot, right? Like, for real, for real. Grizzly, exactly. We're hiring 70s? 70s? <laughs> That's the new 50? Let me get in there. <laughs> more that money. But I can yeah, be 40 with this. I hope Ozzy body. gets that job and then, you know what, the funny thing is, that would make me stop, I'm never going to forgive them for trading away Fernando Tatis Jr. But in a way, I feel like he's a part of the team because our manager and our, one of our best players <laughs> from the past in, in a defensive, defensive shortstop and Ozzy again is over there talking to him and just getting his act together. So I it would I would actually root for them. You know what I'm saying? Because I would have to root for him because of Ozzy. You know what I'm saying? Like only team <laughs> I wouldn't root for them against is the White Sox. But I would they dog, they instantly become it's crazy. And you know how I feel about he whose name shouldn't be spoken, Fernando that's Tassis Jr. They become probably my my second favorite MLB team right away if Ozzy's the man. That's I mean I'm just thinking they probably right. I, they probably do. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I would think so. They, See, they, they, I they knew that Chicago do. Cubs hate was going to come out somewhere. No, I think the Cubs. <laughs> no, no, because no, I thought about when I said it. I, I, there's, I don't know who I would put in the slots, but the Cubs are probably my fourth. You know what I'm saying? Maybe fifth, but no. Dang, I don't, who's third? I don't even know, but it ain't y'all. <laughs> All right, like, I want to know who the top five is now. It, it ain't, it's, I just know. I, Padres, not, White Sox, Cubs, who else is in there? Well, right now, you know, it's uh, Altuve and Dusty. But <laughs> I'm a terrible person. I'm morally corrupt, I guess, because I, I don't care about the Astros. You're just, uh, you're still, uh, what is it, hysterical from the White Sox loss? You're just, you're baseball hysterical right now. Um, it's, I Listen, it's something about my team wasn't involved in it, which, again, this could be a character flaw of my own. That just doesn't make me hate no, the Astros. I would be the same way. I'd you know, it's just just being honest. My team wasn't it. Now, again, just like we opened the show talking about a much more something, not even just much more, something really serious as far as what took place with this assault with the Blackhawks, right? And just you can see me saying you got to do the right thing. But like when we come to a sports, and in particular a sport where one of the key phrases forever has been, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Mm-hmm. And again, I know there's degrees to cheating. But then a sport also that whole record book is tossed out through the steroids, which it wasn't just the players. Owners were in on this too. Right. The commissioner is like, handing them out to them. Like, so where, like, where, 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 I can't get mad when baseball's been doing this. Like, so I'm sorry. I, it just, I couldn't get ratchet. Listen, I wanted AJ Hinch to be my manager. I'm letting you know, all right? When it comes to this part, I'm flawed because baseball has been built on cheating, according to baseball. And from from uh, Whitey Ford and just from spitballs and whatever the hell was else was going on, it's been with known, all right, that, that hey, it's baseball and it's cheating. But hey, they was cheating, cheating. I, okay, I guess, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sorry. I, I should have done so, a promo before White Sox Astros. Which cheating scandal was worse in MLB history? Right. The Black, Black Sox. Sox steroids. <laughs> Race when they wouldn't even let the right. blacks play. Like what? Right. What? Banging play? on the drum. Exactly. So and you hit it. You just hit someone banging <laughs> on the drum. I'm sorry. This is just I'm just trying to be honest. I try to bring my honesty, my truth to you instead of being a fake person and going with some PC answers. I just try to be a hundred with you. I appreciate it. Let's I appreciate get this World too. Series. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I root for. Dusty. Let's go, Dusty. Let's go, Dusty. Dust All it right, off. Not the Strolls, but let's go, Dusty, in a little bit because he's a little man, Jose Altu. I just wish he was on my team. I'm sorry, y'all. I do. I see Jose Altu, and I feel I'm about like, Carlos Correa. I see that free agent, and I think, oh, you're going to get, Car- you're going to get Carlos Correa. I mean, the only really? thing that can stop Carlos Correa is does he really want to win? Or does he want to get paid first? That's the real thing. Because mm-hmm. I think checkbook wise, and I, I was talking to um, Eugene McIntosh from the Bigs maybe two months ago, and that was the first player he mentioned as far as the Cubs should go after was Carlos. Oh Carter. yeah, that's my number one. So no yeah. doubt about. It. They need pitching I, really bad, but Carlos they need Correa a face. They need one. a face. He will be a face. Um, and I mean, the, the good thing about the Cubs though, even if they're not in contending. There's such a blue blood and there's such a beloved in the market or in the MLB that it can attract a player just to be that star player on said team, even if that team is in a, a rebuilding mode right now. So, yeah, I hopefully, was, uh, hopefully you guys up. get them. I was messing around on the show 
20 uh mlb the show 2021 or whatever mm-hmm. and uh i did the cubs fast forward a year went to the off season just had this massive payroll and just bought all the free agents i needed to compete <laughs> and i'm sure you bought him oh yeah carlos was buy? a number who, one who, who else did you buy shane bieber happened to, oh no i trade for shane bieber i take that back because he was on who'd the, you trade for shane bieber well, Cleveland put him on the trade block, and I oh. gave away a bunch of prospects that the Cubs had and players that I could to get him. And then I signed Carlos Correa, signed Noah Syndergaard, signed Robbie Ray, signed Eduardo Escobar, signed Eddie Rosario, signed Jack Peterson. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. I mean, dude. Okay. And I was under budget. I got it in on the budget. <laughs> Tom came down, gave me 160 mil, and I said, Tom, let me build you a squad. <laughs> oh, man, that's some good stuff right there, Ryan. So, look, we always appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back this week. We're going to try to get you two shows a week. Um, so we'll be back Friday, and we'll probably go live Friday, even though – now, I'm, I'm, maybe we'll switch the go live days because I wonder sometime going live Friday during traffic time is, isn't necessarily mm. as smart yeah. as perhaps trying to get yeah, it. We'll wherever. let you all know when we're going yeah. live. We'll let you, definitely let you know. So you can, can join us and comment. Um, but definitely, you know, be safe and don't do anything stupid before you hear from us again. <laughs>